Late Night City, Beyond the Dark. Ladies and gentlemen, when I hear from somebody called Jane Mason, the taxi psychic, I've got to ring her. I've got to speak to her. I've got to find out what it's all about. Hello, Jane. Hello, Peter. So, out of the blue, you appeared. Jane Mason, the taxi psychic. What's it all about? Well, as when people see the taxi, and I'll, I'll explain, I have a London taxi. Mm-hmm. And it's all branded up with Taxi Psychic. And that really is it. I have a taxi and I'm a psychic. So why why a taxi? Um, it, it came out of sarcasm. A few, well, quite a few years ago, I uh, was watching a programme with somebody travelling around America in a London cab. And I thought, you know, I quite fancy one of them one day. And Hubby piped up from the corner. The day you buy a London cab is the day you do divorce because you've gone a little bit too eccentric. And... Well, a few years later on, um, I was uh, able to buy another car. I liked the colour yellow, so I googled yellow diesel car for sale and a yellow taxi popped up. <laughs> and I spun the computer around and I went, ta-da! And he said, that's a good idea. And I thought, you're not bloody funny. So I said, anyway. So he didn't divorce you? No, not yet. <laughs> so that's where the taxi came from. And within 48 hours, we decided a black cab was better. And Taxi Psychic was created because it didn't exist. Right. Who is Jane? Tell me about you. Jane is, uh, firstly, I'm a wife. I'm wifey to Tim, my hubby. And I have uh, three sons, Charlie, uh, stepson. I have George's stepson and Owen, my son. So I'm a wife and mum. So where did the gift come from? Tell us about that. Uh, the gift, um, do you know, it's it's with me since my early conscious memory. Um, you know, I've gone back to spirit and, and I've said to them, you know, A, why me and, and how come? Because, you know, I've got brothers and they don't seem to, to have the same type of gift that I do. And they said when you were born, you had a difficult entry into this life. So if you want to call it a near-death experience... Really, from birth, um, you know, I was always quite an intuitive child, really. Mm. Things used to happen in the house, you know, that shouldn't have happened because it was a new-built house, but it was built upon old ground, and I used to see things. So, um, very, very, very young age. What sort of age can you remember seeing things, and did it scare you when you were young? From what Mum said... um, she said I used to be scared of a certain part of the house and, and I'd come up and say, you know, don't do that. But I believe I could have, um, I was very able to speak very clearly from a young age. So she said, you know, even from the age of three, you could kind of say, mummy, you know, such and such. And she said there was no one there. And the doors used to lock. I used to get locked in and, and you know, all the doors. And she'd, she'd think somebody was, was in a particular part of the house and there was no one there. When you started getting older with this gift, were you frightened? Did it bother you? Not really, because it leaves you alone. It, it backed off for a while. And the, the, the one memory that I do have that did stay with me was, um, I, I, was I knew that my great-grandmother had died before I was told. And it crossed my mind that if I thought of somebody I loved, they were going to die. Now, that's the only thing that kind of stressed me but it left me after a while but it's obviously she's come to tell me she passed before you know mum or dad did the next day did you get bullied at school no 
actually no because it didn't you know kind of go around making much conversation of it I suppose I wasn't like other children and that I was quite happy in my own company um and I never did anything to be part of you know the flock type of thing um so no never suffered any bullying or anything like that I was just a normal kid when did you realize that it was a gift that was going to stay with you or didn't you realize that did you think it's just there um, when I was about 15, I had peritonitis, and it was really quite serious. And um, I was, my mum was told, the family were told when I was in surgery that it was really quite close to me not being there. And after that experience, the energy was really, really strong. And um, I was actually drawn to spiritual churches um, just to understand why could I pick up on people, why could I see things. You know, it was almost as though if I went there, the energy would leave me alone. Um, so that was, you know, quite interesting, but at the same time, a little bit unnerving. Um, and it was just really to kind of control switching it on and off. So I wasn't walking around 24-7 like a live wire. So did you learn to switch it off? Yeah. And how do you switch it off? It's permission. So now, obviously, because I'm, I'm, you know, many years older, um, I, if, I, if I meet somebody... Um, you know, I, I I would to work with them. I need their permission, so it's it's like a permission thing. So I won't deliberately think, oh, I'll just pick up on them, or I'll try and find out something from the other side on them. You know, if somebody comes into my company, i.e., as a stage show, will they give me permission to work with them? If they have a one-to-one reading, I need their permission to work with them. So I, I have a permission thing, and I'm really strict with spirit when I'm. At home, I'm mum. I'm out with my friends. I'm out with my friends. Jane does exist. I'm not just the psychic taxi all the time. Is it a burden? No. No. It, you know, for some people, I can imagine it would be. And especially, you know, some something like this can come into anyone's life at any stage. And I would imagine if it comes into their life at a, light, a later stage, it's something that, you, you know, it's a huge responsibility and it's something that you've really got to kind of get your head around when you've grown up with it, I don't know anything different. Where does church and religion come into your life? <laughs> um, it's funny because I, I wouldn't say I'm very religious. I have a belief. I have great faith for other people's religious beliefs, but, you know, I'm, I'm not one that says my prayers every night. I send out my thoughts and I send out healing. But, um, and I find, do you know, I find graveyards very peaceful. That sounds a bit morbid, but I do find them very, very peaceful. You won't catch me in there overnight, but during the day, quite happy to have a sarny in the graveyard. Um, and I find churches very peaceful, but I wouldn't be comfortable sitting through a full service. Now, you say you send out healing. Explain what that's about, because many psychics say they do that, but what actually is it? I believe in a really positive thought, and I believe that it can be carried in different ways. You know, there's there's been um, people that have said, you know, I mean, I suppose have confirmed it as well. When people have been in, um, say, a coma, or they were on life life support machine, and spirits have come back through to say that we, you know, I could hear the prayers. You know, they might have survived. The, the situation or the condition, but they've heard, you know, they've heard the thoughts, they've heard the prayers. So it doesn't, you know, a, a thought is a prayer of some sort. So I do believe in that. It's a very strong, powerful affirmation that can be sent out. Do you realise, and does it ever cross your mind, that years ago you'd have been burnt at the stake as a witch? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> does that bother you? 
No, well, I can't change who I am. You know, I didn't choose to be this way. But my life is a lot easier if I work with them as against trying to shut it out. You know, when I was about 20, I went for a, a, a psychic reading. Now, over 20 years ago, it was very old school. Like you pointed out, I think it was only in the 60s that it became, you know, it started to surface a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I was very lucky that my parents were really quite liberal. You know, if they were of very strong religion or belief, they, they would have, you know, said I was, you know, a bit of a crazy child, but they didn't. And um, I saw a very old school type medium. He was an old chap. And he gave me a reading, and he kind of confirmed everything that's happened in my life and my past. And at the time, I thought he was nuts. And I remember thinking, he's absolutely cuckoo. If he thinks I'm going to do what he does, he's, he's got another thing coming. But everything that man said to me was correct. Do you believe in reincarnation? Do you know what? I think if it does, I've been really wicked in past lives because <laughs> of the life, <laughs> the life pattern I've had. Um. I do believe that we can come back. I have been told that by spirit um, and that you can choose a certain life path for you to evolve to the next level. I mean, everything that is, you know, my thought is what spirit have told me. So, you know, in some cases, I can be a little bit sceptical. I'll only believe it when I go back over and I can see it for myself. So, and, you know, you, I meet people that are sceptical all the time of what I do, and I, and I say to them, I totally get where you're coming from, because if I couldn't do it, I would be very sceptical also. I'm not like your traditional medium or your traditional psychic, where it's my 24-7 in all. I'm, I really do have quite normal thoughts on things as well. It's interesting you mention that, because I was going to ask, um, what do you say to people that say you make money out of people's misery and that you're phony? as are many psychics, and people will say that. What do you say to them? I can see where they're coming from, because there are people out there that will draw on that. There's also people out there that are very misguided. You know, I've had a lot of people come into my path, and, you know, you'll say something, and you see the sheer relief on the face, and and I'll say, so they said, I'm not going to die. And I said, you know, who's told you that? And they say, you know... Somebody said, oh, I'm not going to live past a certain age. No, no spirit would ever communicate that to anyone. So, yes, yeah, some people do take advantage. Um, but, the, you know, the way I work is totally different in that respect. You know, when I work from the taxi, um, my readings are kept, oh, you know, cheap as chips. I'd be lucky if I could make the petrol to get home from where I am sometimes. And spirits have always said to me, you know, I, I do this as a full-time vocation. I'm not rich. I, you know, I make hands meet sometimes. But people, spirits have always said, don't, don't be expensive. Be cheap and see many. And then many people will benefit from seeing you. You know, if I wasn't good at what I do, I could not do this as a full-time vocation. Now, what is, what is your views, and you must have had problems over the years with evil spirits? Do you know, um, I'm really quite a strong character. And those that work with me on the other side, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I've experienced strong energy and negative energy, and it's just as rife over there as it is down here. I, do you know, I'm more scared of the, of the alive than the dead. You know, because you can't trust some people that you walk past on the street, but I can trust what comes through to me. 
I've had um, negative spirit being almost, you know, like as if you were escorting somebody to prison. You have two guards. It's very similar. That's how they brought to me on the other side. And they may come through to pass on um, remorse to the person that they may have committed an offence to before they passed. And I'll always ask permission if that's okay to bring them through. If it's not, I send them back. And, you know, I always say also, you don't have to forgive them. They have to earn your forgiveness. But if they can't find forgiveness for them, well, then that might release them from their pain that they've experienced that was inflicted. So how does it work? Do you have a particular guide or are there lots of guides? Tell me. Um, the, 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 guy, the guy that I saw was initially when I was a child and she was a nun, which I find quite amusing, really, because, as I say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not somebody who goes to church regular and um, I like to have a good laugh and a party as, as the next, you know, girl. So uh, it, does, it does amuse me that I have a nun that works with me and she's been with me since I was little. So um, her name's Elizabeth and she tunes in on a very high, you know, divine level, if you like. And then it's a free-for-all after that. Now, what do the guides think about you? Do they try and get in on your act? Or is it just exclusively hers? Um, no, there's, a, there's, there's all different levels. There's, you know, you have people that will come and see. But I tell you what, I do get a lot of, um, like, medical. You know, people coming through and giving medical advice of stuff that I just would not have. I'm not medically trained on a holistic or any other, you know, um, knowledge base. And I do have people that will come through and give um, medical advice. So um, I've not really, you know, kind of tuned because it comes in so fast. So I know that wouldn't be, the, you know, Elizabeth and none. So, I, you know, other people do come in or different energies come in to give um, medical advice in certain areas, which, again, you know, I always say to the person, go and research it yourself or go and speak to a doctor. You've got to be very careful because now Ofcom uh, make me say when I have a psychic on the programme, this is for entertainment value and has never been scientifically proved. That's you correct. Can, you can get in so much trouble these days, it really is quite scary. Yeah. Now, what is your views on regression? I personally wouldn't want to have it done to me because I'd be scared of what I've been up to. <laughs> have you ever had it done? I've had it done once. By the way, just so you know, I'm a non-believer, but I'm not... Um, somebody will take the mickey because I know that my listeners are believers, many, many, many thousands. And when we have psychics on the programme, yeah. um, we are inundated with thousands of calls. And there was one famous psychic that was on my show and they blew the phones up and we had uh, the new American company who put the phones in. Yeah. We found that in two hours, uh, this person, somebody tried to get through 19,000 times. So we had to have it rechanneled, and oh, it was great. But so I, I I'm non-believer. I yeah. still am skeptical, and always will be. But I'll never be negative with talking to somebody like you because other people believe. So who am I? Who yeah. am I? That's my argument. But I was regressed, and I don't remember anything. As in, I can't remember if it was working or not. All I remember was, and if it was put in my subconscious, it was that my mother, who is the love of my life, mm. uh, sadly no longer with me. I held a hand and then was told to go through the door and I would not go through the door because I didn't want to let go of a hand. Aww. Now, if that was put in my mind, it, mm. was, it gave me an incredible amount of comfort for that whole day when I... But I, I didn't feel I was hypnotised. I didn't feel I was under, but I remember that distinctly. So yeah. that, that's been my experience of regression. Have no, you, I, ever, you ever tried this? No, I haven't, actually. And, I, I, you know, I know people who do it 
Um, but again, I, I don't fall into all these different categories of exploring things. I haven't done trance. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done paranormal investigation, although I have fell into things by accident and picked up really amazing, you know, situations. Um, so no, I've, I've never really wanted to investigate anything more than what kind of comes yeah. to me naturally. Do you mix with other psychics? Um, I have done, yes, quite a lot in the past because I used to run um, some mind, body and spirit events. So I used to have quite a nice following of some very, you know, um, interesting and gifted people. Um, I don't particularly team up with anyone only because, you know, we all have a different style of working and mine can be um, quite different to, to other people. So if I do anything, I tend to do it on my own. Right. Now, tell me, have you ever had somebody in your taxi when you couldn't wait to get them out because you had the most dreadful feeling around them? Um, no, to oh, be honest. Wow. I've had situations where I've not been allowed to work with them, but I won't be told the reason why. Right. Um, so that, um, but that happens, you know, quite rare. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm, I'm at a festival or something over a weekend, I can see quite a large number amount of people, <clears throat> and there'll be maybe one person out of, uh, you know, quite a large number that I would not be able to work with. Um, so no, I, I, generally, uh, I, whoever can, seems to come to me, come to me for a very genuine reason. So it's almost as if spirit will guide them to me. Now, I've got to ask the question that all my listeners listening now will want me to ask. And it's a really important question, so I can't wait for the answer on this one. Every psychic I've worked in with, and I've worked with many over the years, always give an initial. Do you ever give a name? No. And do you know why? Because if I did, the, you know, I can have a bunch of jokers on the other side. They might sh- shout every Tom, Dick and Harry going. And, you know... What I say is when we come into this world, we don't come into this world with with a name. We're given a name. So when we die, if there is such a thing as reincarnation, how do we know, you know, we don't think to take our name back with us? Interesting answer. Very interesting. A very clever answer, too. Very clever answer. So if I was to get into your taxi, how does it work? Well, I would first of all explain to you how I work, which is on an, <coughs> excuse me, an energy vibration. So there's no tarot cards with me. Um, I don't need anything to work. I would ask you to sit comfortably and show me me your palms of your hand. And then I close my eyes and I put my hand over the top. So I feel your energy. I'll feel what you feel. I see what you see. So straight away, I will link with you on a psychic basis. So if there's anything that's kind of imbalanced in your life, I'll be very much drawn to that. And then from there, spirit will join me. And they'll work with me to kind of guide you round the next corner, if you know, if you were to put it like that. Now, while we're talking, is just out of curiosity, the spirit that you deal with, is the spirit there now gagging to get in on this conversation? No, they've stood back from me at the moment because I would need your permission to work with you. Does that does that make so sense? So they really don't come unless I give permission. Yeah. So do, do do I say a name? Do I say to you, Jackie, you have permission to speak to the guide? How does it work? I'm Jane. I think you get me mixed up with somebody else. <laughs> Who did I just call you then? Jackie. Oh, Jackie. See, when I work with a psychic, but maybe Jackie's psychic was, uh, or a guide was telling me to get, get in on the act. 
when it, when I work over on the phone because I can work in you know t- you know I, I prefer to work in person but I'm, I'm just you know just as happy on the phone. If I was to work with you on the phone, I would ask you to think of a colour and a number. And the only reason why I ask you to do that is to clear your mind because for that moment I just want to kind of close you down so we can open it back up again. So if, if you did want me to kind of pick up for you, you would I'd have like to. to try. I'd like to try something now. You go on then. All right, then. I've thought of a colour and I've got a number. Okay, so what's your colour? Blue. All right, and what's your number? Twelve. Okay. As you said those two things, I felt like I have a really lot of tight emotion connecting around you, but it's also external. You've been in communication with someone or you're trying to support somebody at the moment. Um, And I'm looking at, I don't know if it's contracts or something to do with legal, but I'm seeing different opportunities and also show me uh, relocation. Do you understand any of this? I understand the first bit, yeah. Okay. You have to forgive me because once they said something to me, I don't know what I've said. So, mm-hmm. um, right. Now, they're talking about somebody that goes overseas a lot. And, now it, and it's as though they do it to escape, but it's as though they need to come back to the UK. And I feel as though there's communication linked to you with this person. Do you understand that? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm struggling with this. I've got an emotion connecting to you where somebody has passed. I want to go back to last year. And I don't know if I can't face where they've been laid to rest or I feel like I need to go because there's, there's an unease there. Again, do you understand that? A little bit. I lost a few people last year. Okay. There's somebody, right, the person I'm picking up on, I want to say they used to like wearing lady shoes because they like to feel taller than what they were. Do you know who that might be? Off the top of my head, no. Okay, let me get a little bit more on that. I feel quite... um, I feel like I'm really drawn to the theatre. Now, either they would have been connected around theatre or to do with fashion because I feel like I'm, I'm helping people look beautiful. Right. Okay? Um, And I want to say when this person left the physical life, there was a lot of broken hearts. But I also want to say that there was also a lot of falseness. And I feel like an element of anger as well. Do you understand that? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Do you want me to carry on? Well, I was going to ask then, so when does it stop? Can you say to your spirit guide, hang on, I just want to break, or hang on, I've just finished, or how does that work? No, I'd be getting going. That's me just just, just building up into your world a little bit, and then it going into a different layer. I mean, and I also allow you to, you know, when I work in a one-to-one, the energy's a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only really want from people yes or no. They're not allowed to ask any questions up front. I want them to purely hear what spirit I have to say to them. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the reading, I'll recap what I've said. And I'll allow them then to ask me a question if there's anything that is really playing on their mind that we've not picked up on. So, um, If you pick up on death uh, of the person you're actually talking to, do you ignore that? Or would you tell them? Right, death for that person as an individual? Yeah, the person that you were actually reading. No, well, to be honest, we're all going to, you know, pardon the pun, but snuff it at oh, some no, stage. Oh, no, we are indeed. But if you say uh, you're going to die next week, 
No, I don't. I don't have that permission. Just like what I may say is, I, I would if I sense a passing, I will mention it because it might be very significant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't hold. I can. I can bound you what communication I relay, but I don't see it as I have. You know that responsibility. If spirit have given me it, I've got to. You know, yeah. relay it forward. If somebody sits in your taxi and has a reading, are you aware if they are just taking the mickey or just there to try and trip you up? Oh yeah, and I love them. <laughs> really? Why is it you love them? Because you know that for me is a challenge. I enjoy working with spirit, and I also enjoy when somebody has got in to take the mick out of me, or that they are very sceptical because spirit will work. You know, they'll give me something that that person would not expect to be hit with them straight away. And you you can just feel that complete realisation that you think, oh, geez, how does she know that? Right. So, and, I, and I go, one to me. And the look is to say, and I, you know, I work with a lot of humour. You know, I'm not serious as though it's as if to say, well, you will believe me. Yeah. You know, what they might not be able to take straight away, pretty much guarantees will come into play a few months either or a year down the line. Could you find something now before we finish this interview that will shock me or does it not work like that? Um, I, it depends. Um, all up, Right, you've asked me a question. I've asked Spirit to give me an answer. They showed me a coin being flipped. Now, who around you or is it you if you had to make a decision would flip a coin nobody I know right not for a decision I'm I'm one of those that revisit I know you don't want an answer but I'm one of those that revisits and revisits and revisits I never make a decision easily ever never have done certainly never done it with the flip of a coin because they just show me it's a flip of a coin Mm, interesting. Or do, right, I'm not making a fair, but do you have a sovereign coin? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. I've still got one. No, no, I haven't. I sold them all. When uh, yeah, I used to have sovereign coin when I was younger because it, they were fashionable. But uh, sold them all. I got rid of all my gold. In fact, yeah. When okay. the gold was a good price. I've just told some all my listeners something really private about me. I had a sovereign coin. You had a sovereign well, coin. Several, several. <laughs> Jackie, you're fascinating. How can people find out more about you? You keep calling me Jackie. Sorry, I've, do you know why? I'll tell you why. You know your, um, I'm word blind, and you know your name is on your taxi. Yeah. Right? Well, it doesn't stand out enough because the the colour, the gold, taxi, psychic, yeah. Jane, Mason, it just, I just see another word. Ah. So, just so you know. Okay. Um... If it was the yellow... Of the, the taxi logo, yeah. I would see it a lot better. Ah. Yeah, just something interesting. Okay. Sorry. How can people find me? Well, yeah. if they Google or do a search by any other method, um, Taxi Psychic, I will pop up. So there's Simple all the social that. media yeah. links there. Um, I also have um, a website, which is frenchbullmedia.net. And on there, they will find Taxi Psychic on there as well with my tour of where I'm going. So you just go out every day touring? 
Um, I do a tour during the summer, so I go to big, um, beautiful food festivals all oh, over the country wow. with my little French bulldog, Lily. Okay. Um, so Lily and I travel together. Um, I've recently, because Spirit have told me to do a one-man, if you like, lady stand-up psychic show, which is uh, free for the public to attend. So um, I'm just starting to put them into play. My first one is, um, I think, in March, yeah. and I'm going to roll them out regionally because um, I want to be more, you know, I, I, I can't go to the, well, I can go to the spiritual churches, but um, because the way I work, um, I'd have to be a little bit more politically correct, and I don't like doing that. <laughs> I like working my own style. Jane Mason, you're a fascinating lady. I've actually enjoyed talking to you very Thank much. Thank you indeed. very much. Thank you, Jane. Cheers, Pete.